tall and had a glass of wine. He's wine tall and talent on wine. And Sarah's Look. really tired because she swam in a lake. Not only did I swim in a lake, I swam like halfway across a lake. An entire lake. Bullshit. And what? the reason is <laughs> because there is a submerged log halfway through the lake like a, that you could stand on and then jump into the water from. And we like tubed over to it. Like I was in a tube and we were just kind of leisurely floating towards it. It took us all afternoon to float to it. And then we got to it and I tried to get up on it and I couldn't get up on it, which means I couldn't get back in my tube. So mm. I had to just swim the whole way back. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was definitely a thing where like I was there with a friend and my friend and I were both like, is this... Is this like a dire situation? Like, are we? Is this like something we should be concerned about? Yeah, I have those. Because I feel like sometimes I don't know my own physical prowess. You know, like yeah. when I hold a glass too hard and I shatter it in my hand, or right, just classic sure. strength things like that. Yeah, classic. Yeah. So we just kept swimming, and the shoreline didn't look like it was getting any closer, and we just kept being like, "Is this a problem?" Because she, in solidarity, decided to swim with me, even though she could get up on the log. <laughs> Uh, and, yeah. But yeah, we made it back, obviously. Wait, um, who was your friend? My friend Rosie Sherman, who plays our theme song. Joy. Yeah, We're trying to be coy and not name drop I know, she even brought her guitar in the tube. I she, told her it was too dangerous. Did she play our theme song the, she the did. whole time? Let me tell you, we've got so many new listeners who are tuning in. It's the siren song that draws in fans. <laughs> like, whoa, hold on, this sounds like a theme song to a quirky adventure. Well, it is a theme song to a quirky adventure. And the quirky adventure is this podcast. It is this podcast. Hey, we just had a live episode that was pretty fun. We did, and if you can't find it now, that's because it was a live episode. And that's what happens to things that are live. Living they the now. die. L live in the moment. But someday we'll release it as a secret episode. Sure, sure. So when we, we just get too famous. When we get too famous. An episode a week. We'll that's Mishka it. scratching at the door. <laughs> we'll sell it to the highest bidder, just like the Wu-Tang Clan collection, you know? Uh, that what's-his-name bot? Pharma bro? Yeah. <laughs> Mish, I like getting in here. He scratched, scratch, scratch, and then immediately barked. Bark? Oh, I just want you to know he just touched. Hey, stop! <laughs> I did not. I did not throw stop. a dog. I did not. He threw a whole dog. Um, um, I'm gonna get in trouble just like that streamer. What? There's that streamer who like threw her cat, but like legitimately like threw it across the room. I've thrown Cecil so many times. I would definitely be arrested. Is that abuse? It <laughs> is, is that animal abuse? <laughs> like, I mean, maybe you throw like. like okay, a... hold on. I'm gonna turn the mics off for this conversation. Okay. Is it, is it abuse? Is it animal abuse if like sometimes I just just chuck Mishka across <laughs> the, the room? If it's onto something soft, I don't think so. Okay. Let me follow up. Is it animal abuse if I if I just chug Mishka against like the ceiling because I think it's funny? Stop! You're gonna get us our first controversy. No, no, no. The mics are off. People have been taken down for less time. <laughs> and if you haven't learned one thing in our society today, it's that someone is always listening. Someone. Be it Siri, be it Alexa, whoever oh, she be. Yeah, what is my Siri doing? Contacting PETA. What the? What the? They've been on the line for a minute. Oh, God. Who knew PETA was such, or who knew Siri was such a green head? <laughs> uh, is that what you call people who are vegans green heads? What do you call people who don't want you to eat meat? Um... Greenheads. Vegetarians. Animal. Rights activists. A-R-A's. Arras. Yeah. Ah. 
I, I'm fine with that. PETA's a little extreme. PETA's, you know, they're unethical, but PETA's we're not like, going to get into it. PETA's like, has billboards that are like, this is a steak. Anything look weird about it? It's a human <laughs> meat steak. That's what you do. I think there's a fine line between me eating a, a human steak and cow steak. I'm just That's what say. I would think. But, you know. But not to PETA. Not to PETA. PETA, should, their next series of billboards should just be like cows with celebrity human faces. Human's breasts. You know the instead cats trailer? Teats. Yes, yes. Let's just make, <laughs> take cats, but instead of cats, make it cows and <laughs> have Taylor Swift as a cow on your billboard. But like, do you want to eat Taylor Swift and not in that way? Ew. That's what it would have to, it'd have to clarify. They'd have to, they'd have to clarify. You, hey, let me tell you hey, now. James Corden is this cow. Still hungry for a burger? You bet. No, I want a no, piece of that beef steak. No, 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 no. Let Nicole's me get that shank in my mouth. Hey. Mm. James Corden is not attractive. I don't know why Max Idris Elba is this pig. Okay. Are you still going to have bacon in the morning? Absolutely. Yeah, fuck. If it's made with. Sorry, Idris am Elba. I not saying a celebrity you want me to say? He's just mad and what? angry. Yo. Will he be quiet if I hold him in my arms? Probably. Um, we are recording in a very different part of the apartment, which is causing all sorts of havoc. <sighs> Um, you know, we are in the war room of my apartment. The war room? This is the war room. I'm glad that they don't, you didn't say it's where the magic happens, because we're in Talon and Alea's bedroom. <laughs> a room I've never been in until this exact minute. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really trying to act unfazed, but let me tell you, it's a little, it's like Mariah Carey with a little touch of, uh, Sean P. Diddy Combs. That's what the bedroom is like? Those are two like? celebrities that I know were on Cribs at one point, and that's why I'm using <laughs> okay. them. Um, oh well, yeah. Welcome. What do you what do you think? It's great. There's a very nice bedspread. Yeah, um yeah, all very of colorful. the mounted human heads are a little intimidating. Well, I mean, now you see why I don't let people in here. It's not for everyone. It is a little confusing. You know, if you wh- don't understand. When Elaine and I moved in together, we said, Look, okay, fine, I'll keep my Funko Pops, you get to keep your mounted human sacrifice trophies. You know, Funko Pops are worse and I think they should be obliterated from the earth. Worse than <laughs> And human head trophies. You know what? PETA thinks animals are animal steak is just as bad as human steak. I think that Funko Pops are just as bad as human heads. So we've all the, got opinions, all right? We all got the one thing we just go PETA ham on, which is ironic because it's ham. Because it's ham, um, and they wouldn't approve. Hard as a motherfucking PETA. Hard as a motherfucking mucili. Is that how you say muesli? Muesli? This is embarrassing that I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce this word on a podcast. Yeah. It's like the oats that you eat for breakfast. Um, it's kind of I don't like eat meal, oats for breakfast. Not. All right, well, you eat a, a big hock of ham. I eat a big hock big of piece Idris Elba James steak. Corden. <laughs> big James Corden steak and a side of Idris Elba bacon. Mmm, crispy. And just a... Uh, <laughs> a bit of Taylor Swift milk. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm sorry. These were the metaphors. They are predetermined. I don't like them. Should we start the show? Should we? Okay. These are me to the sound. You caught my eye in the grocery line. And I fancied myself a man worth your time. And I couldn't help Total is five eighty nine. Why don't 
Hey everybody, I'm Tallinn. I'm Sarah. And this is Craigslistential Crisis. It's um, a fun old romp through America's favorite list, Craigslist. Craigslist. And it's specifically the uh, misconnection section. Specifically. Where people post uh, like, you know, like a coffee shop board. Like they saw somebody once and they thought it was a real connection, but they didn't speak up in the moment and now they are trying to make that connection happen again. Hence, missed connections. That's what it should be. I get offended when I read all these posts that are like, hey, we've already met previously. And I'm like, God, that's yeah. not what this is for. That's it in its purest form. And let me tell you, people have bastardized it. People, let me just tell you right now, it's not a place to post your poetry. It's not. Go it's not to a live journal. Yeah. If that to, still exists, uh huh, and post it there. Make a Facebook note. Do you remember those? Yeah, man. Facebook has a whole feature called notes that nobody uses, but it's there. Hey, go, uh, go get yourself one of those uh, Ask Jeeves accounts and just, just go ahead and <laughs> could write you him. Have your... an account on Ask Jeeves? Sure, you could. I'm sure. I'm sure. What about Quora? Is that a thing? Uh, Quora? Bing it. Bing it. Uh, why don't you go Bing it? Why don't you go Bing yourself? Hey. Why don't you go write it as a AOL instant messenger away message? Bing off. Bing off. Go bing yourself. Um, so we find these connections, <laughs> and then we present them to each other to read for the first time. Whoa. Yeah. It's our first time reading yeah. in public. It's very scary. No, I, I just mean... Can I tell you a story? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. One time. So I... I'm a pretty good reader, and I've never had any anxiety about reading in front of the class or anything. Uh-huh. And I actually kind of like to do it. Okay. I think I'd like to, like, you know, I think I have a good voice. I could, you know, read books on tape or whatever. Sure. But we were reading um, the Anne Frank play, oh. uh, which I don't know what it's called. I think it's still just called The Diary of Anne Frank, but right. it's the play version. Okay. Um, and I got to read the last part. I was, like, super excited and then I was, like, reading the narrator part, and I was like, oh, in 1942, it was the day. The day. Uh, for those of you who are unaware, it was supposed to be D-Day, but I thought the person was just <laughs> stuttering, and I was using my acting skills, too. Oh, boy. And that was probably the most embarrassing, uh, the, the most embarrassing experience uh, of reading out loud I've ever had. Well, I'm super sorry to make you relive that terror every time we have this podcast. I'm so afraid that somebody's going to mention D-Day and I'm going to have a affect a stutter and it's going to be really <laughs> offensive to everyone involved. Um, well, how would you like to redeem yourself today? Um, well, I'd like to do the perfect job. Okay. Because so I, don't mess as up. As long as I'm perfect, here's what life experience has taught me. As long as I'm perfect, I have nothing to fear. Good. It's a really relaxing way to live. <laughs> I, I think so. I think... Uh... I feel that way too. It's for super, James Corden. It's super cool. Yeah, for James Corden. Uh, well, let me give you one of mine that I found. I actually did branch out today, by the way. And sometimes we stick around Portland. Um, I tried Getting to visit crazy. a couple different places. I tried to visit uh, Detroit a little bit. What? Um, I, where even is this one from? Somebody had a little wine and thought he could just go <laughs> to any misconnection he feels like. Conquered that. Hacking world. Anyway. Oh, I thought you said you went to Concord, and I was like, Concord, California? Why the fuck would you go to Concord, California? Shots fired against a place I don't know very well. <laughs> it's just not exciting. Okay. Well, this is... Where is this from? I think it might be Detroit. I think okay. so. I kind of... So this is... We're thinking Detroit. It's in a suburb called Chesterfield. You love Oreos and semi-trucks. About two years ago, around 8 a.m., I was driving south on 23 Mile. 
I was dipping a loose handful of Oreos in a solo cup of milk. My window was down and I heard you call out of yours to me. You loved Oreos too. You're my kind of girl. I looked up into the shadow of your semi and you waved. You were blocking the sun. I laughed and we drove off. That's it. Hey, two years ago they've been holding a candle for this person. I know. And That's here's what I the thought. thing. Don't we all want somebody we can indulge in front of? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You don't want somebody who's going to shame you for loving cookies? Uh-uh, especially Milk's favorite cookie, what I'm, what I'm supposed to do when I'm having a, a good glass of did Taylor they, Swift juice. Did they ask Milk what its favorite cookie was? I just like to know how what they decided milk? it was Milk's favorite cookie. What else, What other choice would chocolate Milk have? Chocolate chips are great in Milk. Who's chocolate chips? Who's chips chocolate Ahoy. Chips Ahoy. Chips Ahoy? Ahoy. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, it came out. <laughs> uh, Chips Ahoy, as far as chocolate chip cookies go, eh, bottom okay, tier. what's your favorite freaking store-bought chocolate chip, then? That's the thing. The best ones aren't store-bought. Oh, but if I had to God. choose... Okay, we get it. Homemade's best. You had parents who loved you. We understand. They made you cookies. Move I, on. But the best, you know, I'd, I'd spring for a Mrs. Fields, you know? <sighs> Mrs. Fields are so dusty. Dusty? They're what? like made by an old woman. Who do you think Mrs. Fields is? Who do you, who, who do you think makes the best it's cookies? It's human exploitation. At least Chips Ahoy uses elves. Oh, that's Keebler. God damn it. Yeah, and even those, yeah, you got, listen, just, you gotta make them. You gotta bake them. You gotta bake them or, and make them. Or if you're gonna go store by, by the dough, like a Toll House, like a... Show me the dough. Yeah, buy dough and bake it. Nice Here, and hot and soft. Let me just give you a quick life hack. Don't even bake it. Just fucking eat the dough. No. Can I just put out a PSA? I don't care what the packaging says. If you... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy. If you... <laughs> Go on. Just okay. interrupted by me... our theme song. Go on. Let me just tell you. Here's a PSA. I'll start over because it's that important. Yeah. If you love cookie dough that much just eat it raw people well, uh, what is raw, your just eat the raw cookie dough. it's so much better it tastes kind of like you, sand but, uh, i think we discussed this before that i <laughs> might have a mild form of pika because i like the feeling of sand in my things <laughs> but raw cookie dough's got that little sandy crunch and let me tell you doesn't it feel so much better when it's a little bit dangerous what are you gonna do give an oreo a gun and eat it no i think you're making the assumption that you people like cookies because they like cookie dough what do you, why else would you like cookies? Because maybe you just like a cookie. Maybe you like what's a, what, what the what soft on the milk, crisp on the outside, hot. I like that heat that goes in the microwaveable milk. Mm. cookie dough. Problem. Then you're just making a cookie. You're just baking Here, it in, in a microwave. I have a quick question. Yeah. Can you microwave a round of cookie dough and make it yeah, into a cookie? Yeah, it'll absolutely cook. Will it? Yes. And it'll turn it into a cookie. It won't be like a good a cookie, cookie, but yeah. You can. My voice got so high. I'm so incredulous right now. Can you haven't, really do that? Yeah. Haven't you done like mug brownies? Yeah, but that's Same concept. What? Yeah. The oven's going to be better. No, absolutely what I'm doing when I get home tonight. I have oh a roll God. of uh, no, Ikea brand thing. chocolate chip cookie dough. I, Ikea brand? Yeah, they sell cookie dough. Of course they do. What, do you got to <laughs> put no it in stat. the tube yourself? No stat cookie dough. I don't know if that's its name. I think that's actually a name of something else. But. Okay. Well, I feel like we got off track. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. No, yeah, but, give but, Oreos a gun. Danger. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... I, you know what? They do make <laughs> cookie dough just for eating, which is also really good. I don't. 
it takes away the danger. Let me tell you right now, part you of it. So what you like it's about illicit? What you like about cookies it's is illicit. the flavor of cookie dough. Why do married people have affairs? And what you like danger. about the flavor of cookie dough is the possibility of salmonella. Well, I'm not saying it's it's not the whole attraction, but let me tell you, the danger is part of it. Um, and if you want me to get the same rush, you're going to have to find, hide razor blades in my Chips Ahoy, my cooked Chips Ahoy. So I would personally trust my bets. And you know how much raw cookie dough I've eaten? So much. And have I had salmonella? No. Knock on wood. So you still buy your weed from like a street dealer then, right? Because <laughs> you like the danger. Street dealers aren't dangerous. <laughs> you, you st- I go straight to Tijuana. <laughs> You don't even buy things. Not because you can't afford them, because you like the danger just, of being caught stealing. I just wander through Yosemite and try to happen upon a weed farm there, because they're super dangerous. Did you know that? I read a whole Yosemite nash- weed farms? Yeah, okay. Here's the deal. People, weed farmers will go into national parks and grow crops of weed in there, <laughs> because it's, like, protected, and it's secret, and they can tap into the local water lines, like, for mm-hmm. the... Uh, national parks and it's like a big problem and people get shot and stuff because of it Sarah you seem to know a lot about marijuana I read a whole National Geographic article on it and I'm probably <laughs> misrepresenting most of the facts okay alright I think you should still look it up I will look it up um, I do enjoy this misconnection though very much just someone I, I enjoyed the idea of eating Oreos to go like I want to do that now <laughs> and they also didn't say they were dunking one into the a loose handful. It was, it was a whole Taking loose a, handful. Just your hand and just just dumping it in there. Just, That's the way to do it. I mean, I gotta say right now, this person's living dangerously, and I like it. Yeah, yeah. And they were also just like in the like. I'm not gonna lie to you. On the literally on the way here, I was eating fistfuls of those cat cookies from Trader Joe's. Because mm-hmm. I haven't had a re- real meal all day, and my <laughs> body craves nutrients. Yeah. Um, and it was hard enough just doing that. I can't imagine dunking it in milk. Yeah. It's got to be a pretty decent sized cup in your cup holder. Like a... They said it was a solo. A solo cup. Uh, they still like See, here's the thing. This person didn't leave anything to be questioned. No. They gave us the deets. My they window was time, down. It was the past. It was three. It was two years ago. 8 a.m. Driving south. 23 miles. Handful of Oreos. Hand, Solo loose cup. handful of Oreos. Let me just say, in the movie of their life, they will have already directed this scene, so the director won't have to do shit for it. Is that how movies work? <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how they direct. They just go, get it, a handful of Oreos. It's the window down. I'm, 8 a.m. Thank you for letting us make your biopic, Ray Charles. Now, I understand you've thought about this moment in your life and what it would look like in a movie very much. Could you please let, break that down for me? What do we need camera setup-wise? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're right. They definitely consulted Ray. Ch- was Ray Charles alive when they made his biopic? I don't remember. Ray was so long ago. That was like the first biopic. I think that's a vast inaccuracy, but we'll go ahead and take it. I don't know. Name one that came before that. You should that. make a biopic about Ray called The First Biopic. Yeah, it'll be, I will play Jamie Foxx and... Yes. <laughs> go to the studio. <laughs> I have a crazy idea for a kind of movie. You can play Jamie Foxx and Jamie Foxx can play Ray Charles if they actually consulted him on yes. film. Yeah, well, who cares what happened in real life? This is going to happen this in is, mine. Baby, this is Hollywood. I'm trying this new kind of biopic where I just kind of um, make things up. That's just a movie. 
yeah, you're right. <laughs> I've reverse engineered a movie. Oh, well, at least you got there eventually. And it took me 28 years to decide. But I feel like after us in our intro bitching about how Craigslist is misused, I think this was a great example of how it's used. I really it's liked it. It's wholesome. I wasn't going to read it. And what? then I thought about it as I kept scrolling through, and I was like, that it's was great. really nice, and I'm never going to see something like that haunting. again. And it's haunting. And you know why it's haunting? <laughs> because they provided you with images that you could see play out in your mind. This person knows how to hook. What if, okay, gritty underbelly. That was the wrong, I should have said they know how to hook. That means something else. <laughs> I, uh, they know how to write a good hook is what, what I meant. Is it possible? Not that it's anything bad to be a sex worker. No. Make your money. Yeah. Dip your Oreos, whatever that means. Oh. Milky, milky cocoa puffs. Ooh. Black Eyed Peas reference. Gonna fit it in anywhere I can. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> do we think it's possible that this person was possibly just linked to some sort of crime Murder. that happened two years ago and needed to come up with an alibi? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's wholesome <laughs> and I think you need to keep your dirty agenda out of it. I'm just, okay. You're right. always looking for the bad side. I just think this was a sweet moment where two people bonded over their favorite dessert food and some lady fist deep in a cup of Oreos found her true love. I hope so, because pretty lame alibi. It couldn't have been me, officer. I was eating Oreos. I had a fist full of Oreos at the time. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. My cans couldn't hold a steering wheel and a weapon. They were full of Oreos. My cans? My hands. I'm sorry. Mike, I was, my my I accomplice. Was, I mean, friend, Mike Hands. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and follow these Oreos. I'm going to try to have a through line here. Let's go ahead let's and follow the these time. Oreos back to their origins. Oh, uh, Nabisco? Oh, this is perfect. It's even the name of this. Let's go ahead and have follow <laughs> these Oreos back to their origin. Oreo origins. The grocery store. Yes! <laughs> Beaverton. Exterior. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Data. Just moved to the Beaverton area. Still trying to find where everything is, LOL. I walked past you five times because I don't know my way around the grocery store yet. You asked me if I was looking for something. LOL. I said yes. The next thing in my list. Smiley emoticon. <laughs> Can you tell me what it was? You were so beautifully thick. CK. Uh, exclamation point, exclamation point. On a side note. I want to thank whoever created leggings. God damn, you made them look good. I should have asked for your number. I'm single and very fit under the t-shirt and jeans with stamina to spare. I'd love to show you just what I'm talking about, LOL. Okay. <laughs> I There are so many things to dissect here. Oof. Probably my favorite was his smart-ass reply to her, which I realize now is not a smart-ass reply. Which? But I originally thought the way this conversation went is that the person in the leggings was like, what's next? What do you, what do you, like, what do you, uh, are you looking for anything? And the guy responded, yeah, the next item on my list. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. but I realize now it was just a ruse so they could cover up what that item was so that, you know, the person responding to the Craigslist ad would have, like, yeah. insider info and blah, blah, blah. Right. But, but originally is... I thought that's how the interaction went no, down. No, I totally read it that way, too. Um, I just, I, again, it's another, that's a negging thing, you know? He would have been negging her, he would have been like, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be mean to you, so that you are desperate, you're looking so thick in those leggings, I feel like, yeah. I feel like you can't see how sculpted I am, because I'm wearing a whole t-shirt and jeans, and I can't just walk around wearing leggings, so. First of all, I'm pretty sure you could 
probably infer Thank someone's you. level of fitness Thank underneath you. the t-shirt. Yeah, um, their their phys their physical appearance of fitness. Yes, yes. We're body positive. Show here. muscles. Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. actual strength. Yeah. Show muscles. Yeah. For actual um, strength, you need to go to the milk aisle and deadlift a couple of gallons of tea swift juice. Of tea swift juice. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why is milk thing. keep coming up with this episode? I, I don't, don't know. Like this is uh, so great though. I mean, we maybe have a sponsor out of this. Craig's um, lactose. Craig. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm very fit under the t-shirt. Like, I feel like if you had to say that... It's like, why? Just relax. Ah, man. We don't... Does this guy wish he could just walk around nude all the time? Listen, I avoided wearing just t-shirts for a long time. Because you could tell how very not fit I was. Hey. Which is... I, I've, got, I've come to terms with summer, okay? We're good now. Good. But, like... I wish t-shirts made it difficult. I do. Well, here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. I actually just was having a conversation with Rosie Sherman oh. uh, about this earlier today because we were at the lake and um, we were talking about like growing up as children, like mm -hmm. or as preteens, like you wear a t-shirt to the beach because sure, like, yeah, you're ashamed of your body. And we were like watching all of these grown men still wearing t-shirts. Like they wouldn't take really? their, like they no like they were all wearing swim trunks and t-shirts and going in the water. And the thing about that is, the t-shirt gets soaking wet and clings right. it makes to it worse. every crevice of your body. Yes. And this one man, like, I get being self-conscious, and I understand completely, and it's so hard to feel like you have a body that's worth being out there. But guess what? You don't have to be worthy of anything. You deserve yeah. it. Just baseline. Have your body out True. there in the sun and enjoy a day of the lake. But I do have to bitch about this one guy <laughs> who was wearing a t-shirt that was so... It was a white t-shirt, and it had been lightly tie-dyed purple mm, and green. Okay. And he was very pale. And so when we first swam in, and I saw him from a distance, I thought there was a corpse in the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it looked like a bloated, waterlogged oh, corpse skin. It God. was so scary. Yeah. That'll do it. And I was just like, dude, if this shirt's going to form fit you anyways. So I guess what I'm telling this man is... Just get your shirt soaking wet before you go to the grocery store, and everyone will be able to see every crevasse of your abs anyway. Or just wear a surf shirt, my dude. Surf shirt! Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I uh, want no, no, a real no, no, diatribe about t-shirts at the beach. It's great. I, uh, you know, I was just in Hawaii, and I also was yeah. like, listen, I'm not complaining, but my parents, like, they work out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it's complaining, super, but my parents are fit as fuck. They're, like, fit. And I am not as fit. And, like, it makes me think things that are stupid in my head. Sure, but sure. I made an effort to be like, I normally hate summer. I'm just going to, like, not care. I'm just going to, I, I have yeah. a right to be on this beach just as much as anyone else and enjoy yes. myself. And, and honestly, like, something kind of rewarding in it. Like, I'm going to, like, be happier than you. And you think <laughs> you deserve to be happier because you, like, worked out or whatever? Nope. I'm going to be the happiest I'm going to be happier, and I'm going to cram handfuls of Oreos in my mouth mm. while I'm shirtless. Yeah, certainly on a beach eating Oreos, you sit there with your <laughs> your soy legumes. I'm not interested in watching you suck soybeans on the beach and then spitting them out because you're not going to ingest them. Oh, what are you doing? And how did you, did you feel okay about it? Did yeah. you feel like, did you still have a good time? I had the best time. Good. Been there a lot, and it was the best time I had. I'm glad you brought the conversation around to Hawaii again. You yeah. always managed See, to do it. See, I was no, avoiding this earlier because I knew you were going to make this joke. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> I'm really glad, because sometimes, like, I will admit that sometimes, like, making that leap, 
sometimes can be so detrimental to your enjoyment. Like mm. you're so, you're like, I'm going to make the leap. I'm going to go shirtless. And you're so distracted by the fact that you're shirtless that you're just not enjoying yourself anyways. Yeah. I totally get it. Like, I think that is one end of the spectrum, but I think the more you do it, the better you feel. And like, for me, because I'm an extremely obstinate person, uh, especially when it comes to my own feelings, I will try to reverse uh, engineer my friend, my friends. <laughs> reverse engineer. Uh, no, friends. not on. reverse engineer. Uh, I'll do like um, formation reactions. You know, uh, they talk about uh. that in psychology, where like you feel one thing, so you lean in the exact opposite direction. Sure. Uh, I don't know if this is exactly how it applies, but like okay. if I'm feeling particularly self conscious one day, I'll wear something that's like super short and tight. Just to like, yeah. be like, no, fuck you. I don't, totally. like, my feelings don't own me. I own my feelings. Well, that's why I'm wearing, like, this shirt, this crazy shirt. That's, that's why I filled my closet shirt. with, like, crazy, bold outfits. Because I'm like, I don't want people to look at me. And, yeah, it's so tiring being hidden all the time. And yeah. it's so tiring being invisible. Mm-hmm. More tiring almost than being on display. Like, I, I mean, it is hard being on display. And I think, like that is also a part of it. Like you're extremely visible in some ways and extremely invisible in other ways. Like, mm-hmm. like you're less visible as a person or as an object of affection or desire. And you're much more visible as like an example of like, this is how you shouldn't live your life or whatever. Sure. Um, I think that's like how society wants to view people who aren't perfectly fit. And it's hard to go against that. It is really difficult. And I, yeah, I feel like one way to fight back is like totally, Lean in the opposite direction. Wear yeah. those fucking crazy shirts. Yeah. I'm wearing shorts up to my crotch right now. And I would have <laughs> never done that before college. College was when I was like, finally like, fuck it. And I started yeah. wearing like real short shorts all the time and stuff. We talked about this at uh, the Embody show. Shout out to Embody. Yeah. Uh, in PDX. Check it out next time you're in town. But um, yeah, I was a part of that. And I was part of this... Uh, summer swimsuit like fashion show yes i love Um, it and uh yeah it was super fun i wear literally this exact outfit outfit that makes you feel comfortable um but like i mentioned this there too like summer for me i would definitely always be like was like hoodies like yeah i like layers i like winter i like not having to show anything yeah um and summer i just like I just, even then, no matter how hot it was, I was like, I don't want to put on just a t-shirt. Like, it doesn't feel like a sure. thing I could, like, pull off or whatever. So, um, but yeah, this summer was definitely, like, me trying to, like, get away from that. And, uh, yeah. feeling much better about it. Yay! Yeah. I'm so, it's so nice to be cool. Yeah! Because, <laughs> like, I <laughs> totally get that in all through, because I wore, uh, uniforms all my whole life at school. And, uh, <laughs> uniforms are not, the thing about uniforms, they, they say they do it to like keep kids from, you know, like making fun of each other for what they wear or, you know, because like theoretically, like everyone wearing the same thing, you, you don't know who's from what socioeconomic background. There's you, nothing you know, to distract you clothing wise. Uh, yeah. There's is. no, you know, horrifying preteen bra straps showing anywhere because that's so right. sexy that male teachers can't handle themselves. Or okay. people differentiating <laughs> themselves like class wise, like, cause he has, I got Nikes and you got, got Frikies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we roasting Fila? Sorry. Now, yeah. Um, and f- for in some ways that worked, but also uniforms are not meant for fat little girls. Mm. And like I wore so many unflattering things <laughs> and hated my body so much. Yeesh. And I would wear huge hoodies all year round. And I remember being so hot and uncomfortable all of the time, but feeling like I physically could not take off my hoodie mm. because somebody would, oh my God, see that I have like a, like a, a big tummy or like, you know, it's like so... Like, you feel so much like you have to do this. Like, 
you owe somebody this or to cover up. But it's like such bullshit. And I would have been so bullshit. much more comfortable and so much more like not athletic but like i would have participated in things so much more if i hadn't been so like hot all the time like yeah. literally just physically hot from wearing a fucking sweatshirt <laughs> all of like in 90 degree weather yeah so uh, so fuck khakis fuck what i gotta khakis. say is i will never be caught dead in a pair of khakis again yeah and now you can just wear a t-shirt and tell people that you're very fit under the t-shirt yeah so. <laughs> apparently you can just do that that's now. a thing that is yeah a thing uh, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a shirt that says I'm super fit under this t-shirt. Yeah, and just see what people react to it. Make it the tightest because <laughs> get a si two sizes too small. Because I have considering there's some really fun um, brands online. There's this one called Fat Mermaids, and they have shirts that literally say like "fat bitch" on them. And I've uh -huh. been like, it would be so fun to get a shirt like that, but it would be even level up fun. <laughs> like that would be like. You know, brain picture. This would be the galaxy brain picture. Would be getting yeah. a shirt that says, I'm fit as fuck under this shirt. Yeah, it's like, a shirt. It's, <laughs> it's so tight. That'd be, and I'd wear that. I just obviously am not fit as fuck. It's um, just funny as, oh, that's great. Listen, that's some merch. We can make some merch. We can make some merch. That is a great first merch <laughs> idea. All right, fit as fuck shirts. They're about to hit the stores. Wait for it. Wait for the Craigslist, uh, Craigslist Crisis. <laughs> Web store. I have to build a website and to make the this. The only web. the only thing is is that we're gonna be like we're gonna pick we're gonna have you pick your size, but then we're gonna send out the shirt two sizes smaller than what Tell you pick. Tell us your honest size. Tell us your honest size because we want we want everyone to see every form and crevasse of your body like <laughs> These you are have just, like you are a middle aged man wearing swim trunks and a t shirt who has just entered the water. Yes, I'm also thinking I'm a mug that says like I'm very fit behind this mug. <laughs> Stuff like that. I like it. Okay. I like I it. Like I have a very buff upper lip behind this mug. <laughs> <laughs> I sneer a lot, so it really yeah. works it out, you know? I feel like we got deep. I feel like we had a little... Are we lot. allowed to do that on I this? I think we had a little actual Craigsistential crisis. Wow. Just now a little bit. Well, let me tell you, it's something that's always on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> How fit I look under this t-shirt. God damn. Thanks for leggings. That's all I gotta say. God damn. God damn. Do you have another one for me, uh, uh, Talon? I do. Where'd it go? Okay, so I do need to give you some uh, stage direction on this reading. Okay. Which is, this character, I feel like, is at least maybe four shots deep. Okay, I can um, do that. I think you can do I have, it. I have been very drunk in my life, and I think I can tap into that. I've never seen it, but... Um, you... I was really drunk on New Year's. No, I'm joking. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, rude. me too. I was like, real drunk on New Year's. That yeah, was a good no. time. We posted that video I to our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, here you mm -hmm. go. This one's from Portland. <clears throat> Girl was faced at Plod Pantry on... 82nd Duke just now. 10.15 p.m.-ish. I was just behind you, gorgeous girl with face tat. Uh, in line, you turn a look at me. <clears throat> we made eye contact and smiles over time. Oh! I hope you see this. I really wanted to ask for your name and number. But you seemed hesitant and I was deaf was lol. <laughs> Anyways, hope you see this and message me. Yep. Thank you. Great. Good. Good read. I mean, what... I hope they were online and pie pantry for an entire loaf of bread <laughs> that they were immediately going to cram in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. 
Is that what you? I <laughs> apparently that's what sobers you up. I I did that a, a loaf of bread, putting a, a whole loaf of bread. Yeah, in at a lot of high school parties when you had to go home, people Whoa, would be like, "Eat this God. toast, eat this toast," and then you'd eat like nine pieces of toast and feel oh, just God. as drunk. You know what sobers you up? Time. Oh, okay, and yeah, that's it. I think food sobers you up. I mean, as opposed to not having food prior, yeah, yeah food will but help. once, yeah, past a certain point, I think you're doomed. Yeah, yeah, definitely at a certain point, you just, when, at the point at which you probably need to sober up, you are probably... <laughs> you're probably uh, too too past the point where toast can save you, honestly. Yeah. Take, get some water, take a nap. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a good advice. Yeah. I don't always think going to sleep is the best idea. I always think... Pro tip for those of us who get a little too drunk sometimes, I have stopped drinking this much because I physically cannot handle hangovers anymore. Mm. I am literally only 24, and I feel like if I have another hangover, I would rather just die at that point. I have not yet gotten to that point, but I also don't oh think I've had God. so much to drink. Uh, I haven't it, excessively drank recently, really. I When I was like, you know, when I was like 18, 19, when I was like 16, 17, whatever, you know, like <laughs> high school and beginning of college, yeah. bruh, I could get... Fucked up, and then mm-hmm. wake up the next morning and go to the beach and like swim all day. Maybe it's not an age thing. Then maybe it's honestly just like an exposure thing. Because I didn't really start drinking. <laughs> like my until... liver has just been. Yeah, you have a certain number of liver damage you can take. It's um, true. I because I didn't start drinking much until I was like twenty two. Which is good. It's good. I yeah. It's good to you know do it legally. I. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't turn back the clock and tell my past self not to no, drink as much because I, I think I had a good time, but. Sure. I do think that probably, yeah. I, it was only nah, a matter of I mean, time before my hangover got so devastating. I'm not hungover right now. I just uh-huh. all I've had to eat all day is cat cookies and raspberries. God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It was great. It was a wonderful uh, lakeside picnic. Um, yeah. So I will post this on Instagram, but you you read it perfectly because it Thank just you. looks drunk. Right? My favorite part is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve O's in the middle. <laughs> That was not uh, embellishment. That was, no, whoa. none of it was. And the first one is capitalized, which I love. Oh, yeah. They're like, I will follow some of the forms of English and grammar, but not all of them, because I'm just going to type O oh, 12 times in a row. Oh, gosh. I hope you see this and message me. Uh, and I also want to know, can I, I'm just going to be rude for a minute. Yeah. What face tat is attractive? That's what also struck me. It's like, you saw the face tat and were like, into it. Like, is it like a cosmetic face tat? Like, is it, could he tell her eyebrows were tattooed on? Because, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. But I'm Or just, her nose was entirely tattooed on and was an optical 3D illusion. That's really scary. Yeah. I'm nervous about that. You got like a Voldemort thing going on and you just fix it with a tattoo. A classic Voldemort complex. Mm. Ugh. I, yeah, I'm just wondering what face tattoos... Like, I think there are ones that I've seen that are, like, in a sideburn area that I haven't been, like, really t- totally upset about. Like, I, I, I'm I pretty heavily, I'm not heavily tattooed, but I'm, like, pretty tattooed. But I'm definitely, you know, front of the neck, face, those are never going to happen. Those sure, are no. just never those in are the, the playbook for me. The job opportunities going away. What? That's They're not stupid. even why. I'd be fine with hand tattoos, and those will always show, but... Face tat, there's just something about, it feels like no man's land. It's just a uh, high traffic area as far as yeah, uh, just every kind of thing. You know, if I get a tattoo on my hand and then one day, if I get a tattoo on my hand that says like, fart king forever. <laughs> this uh, is a great decision. Fart king forever on my hand. And then like, I have something 
just really, really sad happened to me, and I'm just like crying on the news because um, someone robbed my priceless this Avengers Blu-rays or something. Premise, yeah. And I'm trying to report it to the to the police. The police, um, who yeah. I trust very much. Um, <laughs> and and I'm on the news crying with with a hand tattoo. Uh huh. No one's going to see the hand tattoo. Now, if that tattoo were on my face, same scenario, and I'm crying on the news with a face tattoo that People says sparking forever, I'm a meme now. Oh. Um, you know, the tattoo colors all, all, all of your perception, all your face. I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing. You just have to deal with that in the times when you might not want it there. It's true. It's true. And oh. you know what? I think we're, we're, we're of a generation where watch in 10 years... You know, people 10 years before us thought any visible tattoos were an absolute job breaker. And it's true. In the future, everyone's going to have... Face tats. Everyone's going to look like Mike Tyson. Looking good. Mike Tyson with tattooed on eyebrows. Yep. Yeah. That's how he would want it. That's how he would want it. Because his eyebrows got punched right off. When Mike Tyson is elected president. Uh, we're making a call now. <laughs> I, some states are too early to call, but I'm going to call we're it We're just anyway. going to call it. We're going to call it right Mike now. Mike Tyson is the 46th president of these United States. Wow, I was... Okay, 40... Next. All right. Yeah, very close. I, I mean, mean the, he's old enough. What the, else is he doing? The gold ceiling has been broken. I think you go from, like, you know, prize-winning boxer to, like, actor to starring in your own one-man show on Broadway to president. Does T Mike Tyson star in his own one-man show on Broadway? He did, yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. You're not bullshitting. No, he had like a one-man bio what? play. What? Um, yeah. Was it good? I know I think he got nominated for a Tony, I think. Wow, I didn't know he was an actor. Well, I don't think... He, maybe it wasn't for acting. I could be totally was wrong about how it? many did Tonys he was nominated for. Yeah, I'm in pretty it? sure. It was starring him. Gosh, if I made this up, what a weird fucking but, fever dream. I'm <laughs> pretty was sure a it was weird, real. That was a weird dream you had yeah. about this. I mean, listen, we saw his work in The Hangover. Who says he couldn't Who be on Broadway? Who says he couldn't act his way out of anything? He's better than some people. Like Hoomst. Taylor Swift. We're Ooh, there. Roasted. Final roast for cats. It, no, this is nowhere near my <laughs> final roast for cats. This is the beginning of the roasts. On cats. I'm bringing cats into the grave with me, just like the Egyptians. Ah, oh, that was good. Boom! Bam, 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 bam. Be a battle rapper. Put that over some beats later. Yeah, we'll we'll make sure it's over some beats. <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda would be proud. Oh, he will. Oh. 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 <laughs> We're recording this in a bedroom, and I feel like. <laughs> Elena and our friends Robin Ricardo are outside and I just really enjoying this podcast really enjoying this podcast I'm enjoying the heck out of this podcast yeah well I think you good? I think that was a great one to end on and you know what if you got a face tattoo out there and you were at that flat pantry <laughs> this man give him a chance you know there's a, a face tattoo for everyone out there. There is. And you know what? Everyone's a little bolder when they're drunk. So let's not judge him for posting while he's drunk let me tell you I've made some moves that I wouldn't have made while I was drunk Sure. Like and posting to Craig's Essential Crisis's Instagram a video of us. Yeah. Talking. And worse. Let me tell you, but we'll have to save it for another episode. Mm, cliffhanger. Um, but yeah, give him a chance, you know? Maybe he's a nice guy, and it seems like you frequent the plaid pantry together, and who doesn't love a plaid pantry meet cute? So many relationships have started. Started in a plaid pantry. And ended, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> Just from the look of things. No, just from the way it looks. Just from all of it. Based on. Its whole vibe. Facts. Yeah. 
If people don't know what a plant pantry is, they're not. I don't know how far they spread. You know what? I would just love you to not know what it is. I'm not going <laughs> to explain it, and you'll just have to imagine what a plaid pantry is. Because right. what I would imagine is a store that sells flannels. Just flannels. But just it sounds flannels. very Portlandy. Or just flannel aprons, because it's in a pantry. Just, I think all cooking supplies. Or just flannel suits, because it's a butler's pantry. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, we are always uh, welcoming submissions of either fun misconnections that you find, or personal stories from either successful or not misconnections. We had a really fun one in our live show. Yeah, we did. Uh, and we'll ha- we'll love to hear more from you. Please so go do. ahead, send those submissions to craigcrypod at gmail.com. That's the Craig, the man's name. Cry, C-R-I, pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Or you can honestly DM us on Instagram or Facebook. Just write us a letter and stab it to our front door with a knife. Uh, don't, please, you can do that at Tom's house, not mine. Well, you uh, can't do it at my house. It's not a house, it's an apartment, so please don't. I'll well, now you've narrowed it down. Everyone Shh. knows you live in an apartment. Uh, also, if you like what you hear and you haven't yet, um, do go to, you know, the uh, Apple Podcast app or iTunes store or our Facebook page and leave us a review. Um, it helps other people find us, helps us move up the ladder, helps us be able to, I don't know, maybe one day uh, take increase our budget, take the show on the road, afford the ability to bring you merch like that awesome shirt we came up with earlier, <laughs> um, and other things. So, yeah, listen. Just say you knew us when. Support us now. Say you knew us when. And we'd like to, last but not least, thank Rosie Sherman for her wonderful intro, outro, up tro down tro she's a real uh, connoisseur of the tros um just a tro just a mozart of tros. just a tro a real tro ho if a you real will troisimo all right uh, have a good week we'll see you next thursday bye bye